Hello, welcome to PRWC Worcester podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit of God illuminate your hearts. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless the Lord for today. We give him all praise and honor. What a wonderful time in his presence to worship. Uh, just stay in tune in the spirit. Just stay in tune in the spirit. Allow him to minister to you this morning. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You deserve all praise. You deserve all honor. There is none like you, Jesus. Have your way in our midst, O God. Move in your almighty way, Jesus. Speak to the hearts and minds of your people. We glorify you for who you are, what you're about to do, O God. Yes, you deserve all praise and honor. We bless you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, church. We come to you once again this awesome Sunday right here at PWC Worcester. And we are always grateful to God for the privilege uh, given us to even come to you via live stream. If you haven't shared a link to your friend, your brothers, your relatives, your colleagues, you might want to do so right now, even as we delve into the word of the Lord. I trust that God will speak to our hearts and we will be blessed even this awesome day in Jesus' mighty name. For the past couple of weeks, we have been delving through a series uh, which we have themed Stand Armed Properly or Stand Properly Armed, uh, which we endeavor to take on Ephesians chapter 6 and what Paul was trying to teach the church in terms of times of difficulty, times of trouble. He quotes that as evil days that you and I will be able to stand so that the worms of the enemy and the leos of the enemy would not be our portion, but we would walk through victory even in Jesus' mighty name. In the past couple of weeks, we have dealt with the truth. We also talked last week about the breastplate of righteousness. This morning, we want to continue with the gospel of peace, the gospel of peace. So if you don't mind, turn scripture with me to Ephesians chapter 6, even as we read from the 14th chapter and the 15th chapter, just to get our minds back to where we ended last week and then transition into the word for this week. I read from the New King James Version, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. Stand firm then with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place. And then 15 says, and with your feet fitted with a readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. With your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. That is what we want to talk about this morning. The gospel of peace, the message of peace, the declaration of peace, the proclamation 
of peace that comes through Christ Jesus. As believers, that is what we have received from God through Christ Jesus. And therefore, in times of difficulty, in times of trouble, in tribulations, in pandemic season such as this, we have the gospel, the message, the declaration, the proclamation of peace that we would stand firm so that victory would be won even in Jesus' name. Now, you realize that in Paul's analogy here, comparing the Christian soldier to a Roman soldier, now, we talked about the fact that he had the breastplate of righteousness in place last week, but one of the most important things for every military man is your boots. Now, back in the days, it was said that if you were going to the military, they would check your feet to make sure that you don't have flat foot. Because then the presumption is you can't stand steady, and then measuring of your feet may kind of, you know, be a little bit clumsy in the boots. Well, I'm not sure if it's still true in our days. But comparing the Christian to a typical Roman soldier, that shoe, that sandals in which they wore to war was not your six-inch, you know, I don't know, um, high heels that you wear now, you know what I'm saying? It's not even the $250 Nikes or Doxas Adidas, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm sure that's a good thing, right? It's fashionable, it's lit. But this is a specially made sandals prepared for battle. Now, you realize that the soles of these sandals were fitted with spikes, metal spikes, so that when a person is standing, he is established, grounded, firmly grounded, if he or she were to move, for example, he gains traction. So if he is climbing down, uh, climbing up a mountain, he gains traction. If he's, you know, descending down a valley, he gains the same traction. There's no slippery, um, 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 you know, if you will, um, trials and tribulations in his way. There's no slopey distance that he cannot travel. Why? Because it is fitted for the circumstance in which they face. That is basically what... Paul was trying to use as an analogy for that gospel of peace. And he says that we should fit our feet in it. Other version says, shod your feet in this gospel of peace. Hallelujah. That is what we want to look at today. The other thing about that sandals is you realize that it is strapped with, you know, um, um, straps, if you will. Now, in our days, we have laces. They had metal, I mean, leather straps. And so it tightens your feet. Uh, my anatomy tells me that all the muscles in your tibia was all tightened up. You know what I'm saying? And so you own the sandals and the sandals owns you. It becomes part of you. Wherever you go, you go with it. Scripture says that wherever our foot shall tread, he has given that to us. That is exactly what this is. When you stand on that sandals, of gospel of peace. Wherever you stand, there is peace. Wherever you tread, there is peace. Why? Because you own it. With a spice underneath it, you become established, even in that particular circumstance. I pray this morning that whatever you're going through, you would shut your feet in that gospel of peace so that you will be well established, even in these difficult times, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let's take a look here. What is this gospel of peace? It's simply put, God through Christ is reconciling all men unto himself. Oh, hallelujah. God through Christ is reconciling all men 
unto himself. Scripture says that we were once enemies of God. There was enmity between us and God. We were alienated from him. But through Christ, he has reconciled sinful men like you and I and turned us into saints of the kingdom. That is the gospel of peace. And he continues to say, he who believes in this Christ Jesus will not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the good news. And that is the gospel of peace. Let's take a quick look at what this brings. If a person has this gospel of peace, if a person owns a pair of sandals, that is the gospel of peace. What are some of the things that we benefit from? Number one, it gives the believer the assured grounding. And repeat that. It gives the believer, in this case the soldier, an assured grounding, an established resolve, a place where you can stand and have a sure footing. Come what may, you are not shaking. Come what may, there is no wavering in you because you are established. Why? You have the peace of God in you. Now you read Romans 5, 1 to 5. You want to turn with me? Let's read that quickly. Romans chapter 5. Verse 1 to 5. Scripture says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Having been justified by faith, having been reconciled by faith, by faith, having been redeemed by faith, we, you and I, now have peace with God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Through whom? We also have gained access. Oh, somebody says access, access. By faith into his grace in which we stand. We've gained access by faith into grace in which we stand. You see how he's transitioning? The peace of God gives us access to grace to endure, grace to overcome, grace to move forward, grace to pursue, grace to walk in our purpose. And in that grace we stand. Because there is peace within. You see, peace is not the absence of war. It's not the absence of tribulation. It's not the absence of chaos. It is a tranquility experience within. And so you may be going through trials and tribulations, but you are chill. And people wonder what's going on with you. It's because you have the peace of God reigning within your heart. So Paul is saying here that we have been justified. For that reason, we have gained peace with God through Christ Jesus. And for that matter, we have now have access to grace where we can stand, if you will, withstand all challenges and all tribulations. Not only that, but we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Oh, hallelujah. There is a hope that is assigned for you and I. There is a glorious hope that is installed for you and I. But we got to be able to stand. And that's exactly what Paul was saying in Ephesians 2. After you've done all you can, stand. The ability to be able to do that is that you have been so much saturated with a peace that comes only from Christ Jesus. And then I like the verse 3. So it's not only that, but we also glory in tribulation. Boy, glory in tribulation. Who glories in chaos? Who glories in hardship? Who glories in difficult times? Boy, who glories in COVID-19? But scripture is saying that because of the peace that we have gained through Christ Jesus, even in tribulation, we glory. We are established. We have a sure footing. Nothing moves us. Knowing that, and that's what it says, that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance produces 
character. And character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who he has given to us. We have the assurance that no matter what we go through, God is working behind the scenes and building us up and restoring us and changing us for a better person. Therefore, we are not moved. We are chill. That comes from the peace that Christ gives. And therefore, this morning, I want to assure you, just shut your feet in that gospel of peace. Put the shoes on, and you'll be able to go through these challenges and tribulations that we find ourselves in, even in the name of Jesus. Number two, it frees our hearts and minds of fear. Fear of any slippery terrains and storms and challenges that we may encounter in this battle. Now, I was telling a friend of mine that pre-COVID-19, we had our own issues. So whether you had issues pre-COVID-19, or you have issues during COVID-19, or you may have issues post-COVID-19, the fact of the matter is the peace of God will free your heart and your mind of any of those fear. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about nothing. Don't fret about nothing. Don't be worried about anything. But in everything, whatever it is that you have listed down as an issue, as a problem, as a tribulation, it says, with prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, the one who has granted us peace. And why? The peace of God, which comes through Christ Jesus, which surpasses all understanding, which surpasses your tribulation, which surpasses your worrying, which surpasses your trials, which surpasses COVID-19, will do what? Will guard your heart and your minds through the giver of peace, which is Christ Jesus. This morning, may you be free from worry. May you be free from anxiety. May you be free from wandering about. Some of us, our hearts are all over the place. Our minds are turning around. We don't know which way to go. I pray that the peace of God will grant your heart rest, even in the name of Jesus. Don't be anxious for anything because you have peace with God. John 14, 27, Jesus himself confirming this. says, peace I leave you. My peace I give you, not the peace of this world. Not the peace of this world. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This is the words of Jesus. What is your worry? What are you troubled about? He is our peace. He himself is our peace. And therefore, he's assuring us this morning that we should not worry. As long as we have our feet firmly fitted in this gospel message, proclamation, declaration of the peace of God, which comes from God through Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That is what you and I have gained access to this morning. Number three, not only do we have that freedom from our hearts, in other words, we are not anxious about anything, we are not worried about anything we established, but also the sandals itself, if you will, that shoe itself, that peace, that gospel of peace itself brings a preparation. Brings preparation. Now you read where we just read in Ephesians. It says, having shut your feet with the preparation that comes from the gospel of peace. When you fit your foot in that sandals, in that shoe called the gospel of peace, it prepares you. It transforms you. It changes you. It makes you whole. 
This message of peace prepares the believer for any present and future adventure. If you will, it insulates us. That is what it does. So 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says that now may the God of peace himself. Oh, hallelujah. This morning, may the God of peace himself, himself, sanctify you completely. Other verses says through and through. Through and through. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. May this God of peace sanctify you through and through. What it means is he purges you of every anxiety. He purges you of every depression. He purges you of every worrying thought. Through and through. Completely. And may your whole spirit, may your whole soul, may your whole body be preserved blameless. Be insulated blameless. Be covered blameless. Be shielded blameless until the coming of Jesus Christ. That is your portion. That is your portion. The peace of God that shields our spirits, that shields our soul, that shields our body and grants us inner peace, tranquility, even in the midst of difficulty. That is what I pray this morning that it would be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. You don't, I'm not sure what you're going through. That marriage, that relationship, may the peace of God prevail. That job that you are thinking about that you may not be called back after COVID-19. May the peace of God be your portion in the name of Jesus. It would what? Guard and preserve your spirit, whole spirit, whole soul, and your whole body until the coming of Jesus Christ. That is your portion. And I pray that the Lord will reveal that to you even in the name of Jesus. Number four, not only does it do all that, but it gives us the mandate. Gives the believer the mandate to boldly carry this gospel of peace onto every battlefield and proclaim it unto others. Remember I said, scripture says, wherever our foot shall tread, he has given that to us. Wherever we shall walk with this gospel and establish, it is ours. That gives us mandate. And so as I have received peace from God, and as I shot my feet into the gospel of peace, which is the sandals or shoes or sneakers, everywhere my foot treads, there ought to be peace. I possess my family with peace. I possess my destiny with peace. I possess my community with peace. Boy, I possess this nation with peace. Why? Because I have been given the mandate. As long as my foot is shot in the gospel of peace. That is our mandate. You are an ambassador of Christ. That is what scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 18. Everyone who believed... Everyone who have now been reconciled to God, every now who now enjoys the peace of God that comes through Christ, you have been given a mandate, an assignment that as you walk around, because your foot is already in that gospel, so wherever you tread, the mandate is proclaim peace. Bring peace into your community. So 2 Corinthians 5, 18 says, Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus. And has given us a ministry, a mandate, an exousia of reconciliation. That God was in Christ reconciling the whole world to himself. Not imputing their trespasses, their sins, their iniquities against them. 
And he has committed to us, you and I. Yes, that's right, you, you and I. He has committed to us the word of reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation, the gospel of reconciliation, the declaration and proclamation of peace. He's given it to us. Verse 20 says, now then, if that's the case, then we are the ambassadors of Christ. And though God were pleading, or as though God were pleading through us, we implore you in Christ's stead, be reconciled unto the Lord. This morning, you may be listening to me for the first time. You may have been invited to tune in into PRWC Worcester live streaming. I am beseeching thee in Christ's stead. Be reconciled unto him. I proclaim the gospel of peace. I declare the message of peace. Allow God to come and dwell in you so that his peace that surpasses all understanding, his peace that trumps all situations will guard your hearts and minds and preserve your heart, your soul, your spirit until the coming of Jesus Christ. That is our mandate. He gives us that mandate. So Romans 10, 14, and 15 poses a very good question. It says, how then can they call on the name on whom they have not believed? It's a question. And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? Another question. And how shall they hear without the preacher? Another question. And how shall they preach unless they are sent? Great questions. Interpretation. You have been given a mandate to go and to preach to those who have not heard, those who have not believed, so that the peace of God, which you have enjoyed, would also be their portion. I pray that you would walk right here, out of church, to your community, to your neighbor, to your colleagues, wherever you may have the chance to go, and proclaim this gospel of peace. It's time to use your Facebook account to proclaim the gospel of peace. Boy, you might want to slap chat somebody with the gospel of peace because that is your mandate, even in the mighty name of Jesus. So he says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. A friend of mine told me once, you got the grace of God on you and it looks good on you. Boy, you have the sneakers of the gospel of peace on you and boy, it looks good on you. Wear it well. Wear it well. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. That is our mandate. I pray that even in this season, this difficult time, it is an opportunity for us to proclaim peace. See, people are looking around, finding solutions, uh, uh, um, um, if you will, ways and means to curb down whatever you're going through. You have the power. You have the message. You have the mandate. It is a gospel of peace. Begin to proclaim it. So that people who are in this distress can also benefit from the same peace that you are enjoying. We carry the message of hope to the hopeless. We bring light to every dark situation. We proclaim freedom to every captive. We proclaim peace to every chaotic situation. That is your mandate. Shut your feet. In a gospel of peace, even in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus in his own manifesto says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And that spirit has anointed me to preach the gospel of peace, the good news to the poor. And he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives and to do what? A recovery of sight to the blind, to set the liberty at liberty those who are oppressed. The 19 is what is the icing on the cake for me, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. We may be in COVID-19. We may be in a pandemic situation. We may be self-quarantining. We may be self-isolating, but it is still the day that the Lord has made, the acceptable year of the Lord. Do you know that somebody's salvation is happening right now as we speak? It is the acceptable year of the Lord. And I pray that we will shut our feet in this gospel of peace. And as we walk around, as we navigate around, as we browse on the internet, as we check our um, Facebook and accounts and all that, we begin to proclaim this gospel of peace. Because it is the acceptable year of the Lord. Somebody is going to be set free. A captive has his chains broken off. A poor and broken hearted is now having a restoration of hope. But it comes from you and I. Shutting our feet into this gospel. And taking on this mandate and proclaiming this good news unto people. And with your feet, even as we wrap up, fitted in a readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. May we be assured, number one, of our own peace that we have with Christ. That's what we need. You got to be assured. You got to be confident that you and God, you cool like that. You cool like that. Through Christ, you cool like that. And so nothing moves you. That is the first assurance. Number two, that we will be anchored, fully established. See, like the Roman soldier with the, with, the, with the spikes under his feet. Wherever he stands, he stands with traction. If he's running down the, 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 the valleys, he's not slipping. If he's climbing on the mountain, he's gains traction. You are established, anchored in him. That is assurance that this peace comes. It prepares us to withstand every calamity, present and future. And lastly, that we'll be fully fitted for the readiness to proclaim this gospel of peace unto many. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Get that shoe on. Again, it's not your six feet high heel shoes. Doxa, I'm sorry, but it's not your $250 Nike and Adidas shoes. This is the sandals named the gospel of truth. Every soldier of God, every believer, get your feet in it. Stand established against the storms of life and begin to walk because you got traction. Even as you proclaim that same freedom and liberty unto many. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The gospel of truth. Get it on. And God's glory will be ascribed unto our king. Even in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We want to bless the Lord for his word. Wherever you are, you just want to join us even as we enter into a time of prayer, a time of prayer. First of all, we want to give God all praise. We want to give him all honor. Begin to lift the name of the Lord up that he has reconciled you and I unto himself. He does not count our iniquities against us. We are no longer enemies of God. We have not been moved far away from him. Rather, he has drawn us closer to him 
For that reason, scripture says we have been justified and we have peace with God. Because of that peace, we have gained access into his grace. That is who you are. That is what Christ has done for us. Just lift up your voice and begin to thank him for this assurance of peace. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus, we thank you for the peace. We thank you for the assurance of peace. We thank you, oh God, that we are no longer enemies of God. We bless your name, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. We thank you, Lord. The songwriter says, Though Satan should buffet, Satan may rejoice and have fun. Though trials may come, tribulations and challenges, COVID-19, pandemic, laid off, Difficult marriage, difficult children, parental skills all gone. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come. He says, let this blessed assurance take control. What is this blessed assurance? That Christ has regarded our helpless estate and he has shed his precious blood for us. For that reason, it is well with our soul. The peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds, will preserve our souls, our bodies, and our spirits until the coming of Jesus Christ. We want to lift up a prayer, somebody. We are praying that even in the midst of difficulties, let it be well with our soul. We will not waver. We will not relent. We will not be moved because the peace of God has engulfed us. We will stay established. Even in Christ Jesus, begin to lift up a prayer in the name of Jesus. Ramos, Mando, 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 May we be established in you. 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 In the name. May we be established in you, Ramos, Italabos, Mandori, Mahanda, Lebanabos, Rabatai, and Lebanabos, Rebasso, Tolebanabos, Rematai, and Lebanabos, Mayandori, Cabosia. We would not waver, we would not waver, we would not be moved. We will be established in you in the name of Jesus. Should buffet, though trials should come. Let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regard. 
We are praying that a peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. The peace of God that transcends all our trials and tribulations. The peace of God that transcends your loneliness and your helpless estate. May it rest and abide with you even now and forevermore. That is our prayer. Not sure what you're going through. But may peace come into your family. May peace come into your marriage. May peace come into your life. Your destiny is bright. Your destiny is unwaving. It is established because of the peace of God. We are praying and declaring in the name of Jesus that as we stay established, anchored in him, may this peace take us through this in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Ramos, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We declare peace. 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 In the name of Jesus. Ramos and Rabosi. In our house, in our families, in our children's life, in our finances, in our destiny, in our lives. May there be peace. In the name of Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. This is our last prayer. He says he's given us the mandate, the ministry of reconciliation. Interpretation that we would take every place our foot shall tread and proclaim and decree and declare this gospel of peace. We are praying for spiritual enablement, even in these difficult times, that our minds will be taken off what we are presently going through and then in sync with the purpose of our calling, which is proclaiming this gospel of peace. We pray that God will give us spirit of utterance, boldness, that we will be able to speak to men who are desperate, brokenhearted, captives, people that are poor in spirit, that we will proclaim light in their darkness. We will proclaim peace in their despair, hope in their hopelessness. 
That is our mandate. We pray that even in this difficult time, may God use us even as we shut our feet into this gospel of peace and use us as an instrument to bring life unto many. Shall we open our mouth and begin to pray? Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Use us, oh God. 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 Ramos, si te rebelebos. Mando, si handelebrosi. Ramos, si te rebelebos. Mayandelebrosi, handele. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Use us. Use us. Use us. For your own glory. Mando, rebos, si te rebelebos. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just want to be silent and bid in our spirit. Even as we allow the spirit of the Lord to minister to us. Oh, yes. Your peace that surpasses all understanding. That is what you have given unto us. Father, speak to us, oh God. Speak to us, oh God. The Prince of Peace. No wonder when you were in the boat during the storm, you were just sleeping because there was nothing to worry about. And when you spoke and you declared, you said, peace be still. May you calm all stormy weathers, oh God, in our lives. We declare, oh God, peace upon our nations. We declare peace in our communities. Oh, may there be peace in our homes in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch our hearts, oh Lord. Give us rest. Give us rest. Cause us to be established in you. In the midst of the storms, in the midst of the challenges and difficulties, may your peace reign and begin to bubble within our hearts. Whatever you're going through, the peace of the Lord is reaching you in the name of Jesus. Just open up and receive it in the name of Jesus. We pray the chaos would not come near your doorpost. In the matchless name of Jesus, the scepter of the wicked now would not come near the allotted land given you. That is the word of the Lord. May peace prevail in your homes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mandori handarabrasia. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We honor you, Jesus. Now you may be listening to me and you have not accepted him. He's a peace, prince of peace. He gives it to all who believes. You pay nothing. All you need to do is avail yourself. He'll size you up. Your right size of your foot will be measured. And all you need to do is just put your feet in that gospel, that message of peace. I pray this morning that you avail yourself so that he comes to dwell in you. If you want to accept the Lord as your personal savior, I just want to pray with you. Just a quick, short prayer. Repeat this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your revelation that you are the Prince of Peace. Peace in my troubled life. Peace in my hopeless affairs. Peace in the midst of difficulty. This day, I confess that I'm a sinner. 
desperately in need of your love and your peace and your grace. Therefore, I confess that by this virtue, you came to die on the tree, that I would receive this peace and gain access into your grace. Accept me, even as I confess you, as Lord, as my Master, and as my Savior. Establish me in you. Grant me that gospel of peace within my heart, within my spirit, within my soul and my body, and use me even as an instrument for your own glory. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray this prayer, you too have been justified. And therefore, since you have been justified, you have peace with God through Christ Jesus and now have gained access to his grace. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you even as you walk with him with your foot shut in the sandals called the gospel of peace, even in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we bless you and we give you praise. Thank you for your word of encouragement. Thank you that you have reconciled us unto yourself. We are no longer enemies of God because of Christ Jesus. And for that reason, whatever we go through, oh Father, we are not moved. We are established in you. Our mind is rested because of the peace of God that dwells in us. We are praying that may this peace bubble in our hearts every single time, even through this pandemic. I pray that if there is somebody worrying, somebody anxious, depression knocking on somebody's door, may your peace, oh God, that surpasses all understanding, begin to take absolute control and bring our hearts and minds, oh God, solely unto you. For we know that our destinies are bright, for we are secured in Christ Jesus. We bless you for your peace that has engulfed us even this morning and that same peace that will take us through until your coming. May you alone, O oh God, be praised. And may you alone be glorified, even now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you once again for joining us. We pray you were blessed. Please don't forget to click on the other episodes to continue in your journey with us. Don't forget to also share and follow this podcast. May the good Lord bless you.